Hello, I'm Greg Whitby, and thanks for tuning in to Blue Yonder Voices, where each month I sit down with an educator and talk about the work of learning and teaching in today's world. Today I'm chatting with John Goh. John has been a principal of Maryland's East Public School for the past 12 years. His school serves 40 different language backgrounds and is one of eight Social Venture Australia bright spot schools. Through creative and innovative technological programs, Students have embraced 21st century schools in an open and agile learning environment with flexible school hours. Welcome, John. Hi. It's great to be here. Um, John, of all the professions that were available to you as a, a young person, why did you choose education? I think this was more of an argument with my parents. Uh, being from a Chinese background, you can imagine the stereotyping that my parents want me to be a doctor or a lawyer, and I was quite rebellious, and instead of going to tutoring, I played rugby, and I said I wanted to be a police officer, and worked out that I had to be a certain weight and a certain height, and I was a fullback, and I didn't have the body stature, so we had to do a bit of a compromise police, doctor or lawyer, and then we settle on to teaching. Uh, how did parents take that? Are they happy with your choice? Well, it was either that or look at another occupation. I did say I wanted to be a, a greenkeeper at one stage to mow the lawns and play golf in the afternoon. I don't think they were going to entertain that. So we came to a reasonable compromise. What was it about schools that attracted you into education as that choice? Well, initially in primary schools, I don't think that would have been my vocation but as I went through high school I really found affinity with some of the teachers that I work with. Some of them have turned out to be lifelong friends. In fact I'm employing one of them right now as my maths teacher, specialist maths teacher after retired and so some of these teachers had a profound impact on my life in terms of teaching me how to enjoy learning. Great. What, what do you think, in, a, in an area where schools come in for a lot of criticism, what do you think schools are doing well? I think schools are making so much transformation and responding to their communities. They're not necessarily thinking about, oh, the traditional NAPLAN results or um, the HSC results, but they're going beyond that now and they're thinking about the jobs of the future. They're thinking about artificial intelligence. They're thinking about what employers want in young people and they're now responding to that a lot more and they're putting in different types of programs in their school and building environments that matches up to the workplace. That goes with the next question. Um, in an ever-changing sort of a social environment and indeed a, a policy environment, how do you keep constant as a professional in the field? I think it can be very challenging because obviously governments would like certain data sets like NAPLAN, but when you go out and talk to employers and industry and organisations, they tell you totally different things. They tell you that they're looking for skills like being self-regulated, where students can work for themselves, whether they can collaborate with other people in the workplace. They're looking at people that have empathy. One of the organisations that I work with, people will join up the company and thinking they're going to code and they're going to be a you know, software engineer. But the very first thing they are taught to be very empathetic to people in the community and put their energies in the community before they even let them touch anything to do with software engineering. 
Yeah. I know you're very generous with your time. You spend a lot of time talking to your colleagues. What do you get back from that besides what you give? I think it's a reciprocal arrangement, and that is that I don't want people to build my school or replicate my school. And as I share, people take uh, some of the knowledge that I share back with their own school. They look at their school and their context, and then they make the transformation for their school and their community. And when I go out and see it, I'm really encouraged by what they've done, and I learn from what they've done. They've actually moved the bar even higher. Mm. If the Minister for Education um, suddenly moved on and they appointed John Go, <laughs> what would be your, 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 your first couple of priorities, the things you'd like to see done? Well, I think we need to really think heavily about artificial intelligence and what's going on in the world. You know, our kindergarten who started this year will not be in the workplace till 2030, which doesn't seem very long when you really seriously think about it. Or they'll be at university at that period of time. The world will change and we have to respond to that. And part of responding will be making schools more agile um, and responsive to the community. I know, for example, some of my colleagues that I connect up with in Twitter are now running schools from 6am to 6pm. And again, that's really responding to the community. I don't criticise that, I welcome that because I think it's a different way of doing things. Along with the fact that looking at it, what we're measuring and what we consider as success, um, quite often people will say, let's look at NAPLAN, let's look at HSC. But when you're in an economy where it's only 6% unemployment, I think generally we're doing very well in terms of our education system. Probably what we need to improve on is sharing that, not just sharing it with our colleagues and other within our own sector, but also across sectors. We can learn from each other. Fantastic. And finally, John, you've mentioned, you touched on this right in your beginning, uh, opening comments about uh, the power of teaching. Uh, can you talk to us about a teacher who had the biggest impact, you think, on your life? One of the influences on my life has been one of my teachers at my former high school. He was my rugby coach and he was also my maths teacher. He recently retired and I hired him as a specialist maths teacher for my school. And part of the reason why he had such a dramatic impact was that he went outside of maths and engaged us in something that we really enjoyed. So he would be on the football field coaching us, training us, not driving us to win, but having that sense of humour um, and trying to relate to what we wanted as in education beyond the academics. It was looking at those extracurricular activities. So he was always there whenever there was excursions or barbecues or concerts at school he would be engaging people encouraging people to turn up and he had that you know aura about him where people just wanted to be there because he was going to be there thank you john for your time and uh, your input and your school community is lucky to have you uh, it's been a pleasure to be here you can search for this podcast in the series by going to blueyonder.wordpress.com or subscribe to the blog for alerts these podcasts can be found on iTunes and via your favourite podcast app. I'm Greg Whitby and you've been listening to Blue Yonder Voices. Music